0: Welcome to the show. We um, we went to Boston Comic-Con this weekend. We did. This is Jenna and Matt with you here today.
1: Yeah, we uh, we drove all the way up from Rhode Island. <laughs> it was a long, long drive. It was about 40 minutes. <laughs> we actually
0: didn't even know about this convention um, until a week before. Mm-hmm. So we weren't super prepared for this one. It's not going to be <laughs> the most in-depth show, but, no. but we do have some stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah, this is the first uh, non PAX convention I've been to uh, in America. And it's the first convention since we moved here. Uh,
0: just two weeks like ago. Just two weeks
1: ago. Hence the, the lack of preparation, and the, a lot of our stuff is still on a boat on its way here. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, but I had a really good time. I, uh, it's very different to conventions in Australia in that it's focused a bit more, I think, mm-hmm. on like, it's very comic specific.
0: That's right. Yeah, it's a lot less pop culture.
1: Yeah, we have uh, the ones in Australia are more broad, um, Mm -hmm. and this one. I mean, it was that the guests were. I feel like because they had William Shatner and they had um, Karen Gillan and Jenna Coleman from Doctor Who and John
0: Barrowman from Doctor Who from Torchwood.
1: But mostly, uh, the the rest of the stuff is comic based, and there are Doctor Who comics and there are Star Trek comics, so. And there an,
0: are but they're not really they don't have anything to do with the comics themselves they're the yeah. actors from the tv shows but I, I do see how it ties in
1: yeah those things all go together i think but uh, but yeah it was very very uh focused uh with the stuff that was on shows a lot of artists
0: yeah and they did have some comic book artists and writers mm-hmm. there they had frank miller there
1: yeah exactly yeah sorry that's true and uh yeah a lot of a lot of comic book artists uh, and and writers there. And I felt bad because I read a lot of comics, but I don't know the names of people because mm-hmm. I kind of just read them and I don't pay attention. And that made, made me very aware of the fact that that I should pay more attention to that and find out who it is that I like. There's probably a theme <laughs> amongst the ones that I like.
0: Yeah, and the fact that there wasn't very much reception inside the convention center.
1: Right. So I couldn't <laughs> fact check myself. For example, there was a guy there who, who clearly, from the poster, does art for Spider-Gwen, which is a series that I'm enjoying at the moment. Uh, but like I said, because I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, am a terrible comic fan. I don't pay attention to that. So, uh, I, I wasn't able to fact check and I didn't want to go up and embarrass myself,
0: <laughs> but that's okay. You can't really fanboy out over it. So
1: that's right. But we did, uh, we said hello to a bunch of people, uh, and we saw some great stuff, uh, and big thanks to our friends at Tracky Mock, Liz mm-hmm. at Tracky Mock. Um, they had a booth there. Uh, if you guys are ever at a convention or if you're just interested in comic book art, uh, literally made from the real pages of comic books.
0: Yeah, she makes a lot of wallets and zipper pulls and pins and like light switches, things like that. Yeah, they're all awesome. Of, all out of old comics. I got
1: a I got a brand spanking new Spider Gwen wallet that I bought uh at, at Boston. Uh, so yeah, trackymark T-R-A-C-I-M-O-C.com. t r a c i m o c dot com. Check them out.
0: Mm. There were a couple of artists that you and I fanboyed over.
1: Yes. Um accidentally, because we didn't realize they were gonna be there. I know. <laughs>
0: I know. Um there's one there's one guy I love. Uh, we've actually posted some of his art on the Nerdgasm page before. Mm-hmm. His name is Jay Salvador and he does the Super Emo friends. Mm-hmm. Um the one we posted was Jar Jar, but he's he just does a lot of comic book characters or pop culture characters looking very sad with some something relating to them. Mm-hmm
1: yeah they're always underneath
0: p- some text underneath
1: they're always like, clever and, and yeah. a bit sad
0: <laughs> my my favorite one is the peggy carter one
1: mm-hmm. from
0: captain america and it says we never danced and that just really gets me
1: <laughs> yeah so it's just her looking sad yep uh yeah the jar jar binks he had hung himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which i think we we posted on the instagram at one point uh yeah and there's a greedo one where it says it wasn't even loaded
0: yep uh batman my parents are dead
1: yeah they're They're very a bunch cool. of cute
0: things. Yeah. You should check him out. It's uh, super emo friends. Yeah. But I, I was really excited because I've like I've seen his art before and right. I like I follow him on Instagram. I love his art. And then I saw the booth there, and when I went over and talked to him, like that was actually him. Yeah, that was right. The artist. So that was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had a similar experience because I read a lot of comics, like web comics, on, on Reddit. And, uh, and there was one in particular a while ago that really made me laugh. Uh, and we were just walking around and I saw that comic on a table. I looked up and there was a guy sat there and I realised it's, it's Shen who does uh, owl turd comics.
0: Covetous Shen.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he's covetous. <laughs> he was lovely. Does he
0: sell diamonds?
1: <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, but yeah, he was he was really lovely. And he was there. He, I think this is uh, possibly even the first convention that he did. So I'm pretty he,
0: sure it is. Yeah. yeah. He was
1: really nervous about meeting everybody. Uh, and, uh yeah but he's he's a really awesome guy. He was and, really friendly. Yeah, and his comics are so funny. They're really good. I see him on Reddit all the time. That's why I was kinda like yeah, i mean, I felt like a bit of a fool because I was like, Oh, oh yeah, oh you I like you <laughs> like like an idiot. And uh yeah, but Alturd comics. Go to Alturd.com to check those out. They're awesome. Mm.
0: There are a couple of there's a whole table of web comics like that. They're they're great. They're like they're good observations.
1: Yes. The clever little thing. Oh, like, yeah, observational comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah, like strips. little
0: quick strips, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, they're very clever. Uh Sarah's Scribbles is another one that I've seen a lot of, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate, I really enjoy them. They're very um girl-focused, because she, okay, she's a girl. They are.
0: There are a few uterus ones in there. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but I they mean, are funny. They're, yeah, I laugh. I still
1: laugh. And I, yeah, she was there as well. So that was a, also uh a, a little like, oh, wow, <laughs> cool. I yeah. didn't, like I said, I didn't, didn't expect to meet people that, uh you know, I... I I didn't expect to meet those people ever. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool.
0: Um, there was also a booth there. You may have seen Tentacle Kitty before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're plushies that were based on a webcomic series. Um, I have one of the the little pink one. It's a it's like a cat face with tentacles Mm -hmm. sprouting off of it.
1: You've probably seen them.
0: They're pretty adorable. Yeah,
1: they're great.
0: They they look like the um the GitHub.
1: Yeah, they Cat. do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they, um, I mean, I, yeah, he has tentacles as well. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Octocat, I think he's yeah. called. Yeah. So
0: it was written by, um, some guy wrote them for his wife. I think he was, it says on the Kickstarter, they had a Kickstarter to make the plushies a couple of years ago. Um, I actually followed it. So it's like, it was cool to see them all in person at their own booth. <laughs> yeah. But he, um, so he wrote this comic for his wife. Who loved tentacles and he loved cats. So he just combined them because he wanted to make something cute. Mm. And then they made a couple of plushies and then wanted to make... I think the pink was the first one. They wanted to make some different colors and started a Kickstarter for it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they kind of took off. The webcomic is not really my taste, but (laughs) I do think they're pretty adorable.
1: Yeah. Check them out. No, people really like the comics.
0: I really like the cat. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tentaclecat.com. Tentaclekitty. Tentaclekitty.com. Uh if you're into cool kind of gentlemanly clothing with a video game theme uh well, and we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There was a a, a booth there. And they do ladies too. Yeah, they do. They do. They didn't have a a, a huge amount um at some the, coats. Yeah. At the at the con, but it's um Volante design uh and they make these freaking awesome coats and vests and, and stuff. And they're very... Um, they're themed. Like, they've got a Link-themed coat and an Assassin's Creed-themed coat. But they're, like, very functional.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, they are... If you look at it, you definitely see Assassin's Creed in it. Sure, but you could also get away with wearing it.
1: Yeah, I feel like it, it, it works. Th- like there's a fine line mm-hmm. with that stuff. Like mm-hmm. some of the uh, some of the Assassin's Creed jackets, I'm like, ah. they look like
0: cosplay. Yeah, and yeah, then, right. Whereas this doesn't. It just looks like yeah, if, a very fancy coat.
1: I think if you. There was one, the Assassin's Creed one. I tried it on; uh, it was awesome, but they didn't have my size, which was lucky for me. Lucky
0: because we don't have that much money. Yeah, no. I mean they're
1: not cheap, but they're, they're, I mean, there's a reason for that. They're really high quality. They're um, not that
0: expensive either, honestly, no, 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 for the quality of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's not like I didn't I didn't bring that with me <laughs> yeah. to, to to the convention. Uh, but they do custom stuff too. Like they do like they do stuff on commission, like uh, vests and that kind of stuff, and they're high quality. But the Assassin's Creed one, if you put the hood on, I mean, it looks like a, an Assassin's Creed. Mm. Uh, jacket but if you take the hood off I mean it just like it looks like a coat like right. a really really high quality coat like the leather and, and and like high quality materials and stuff like that they do a really cool job
0: for those of you listening in Australia who have been to other conventions there they kind of remind me of either Gallery Serpentine or Loose Lemur
1: yeah exactly that that kind of stuff but video game specific mm-hmm. like if if those guys kind of made stuff that was based on the games yeah it's very cool
0: yeah it was cool, actually, because we've we've been to so many conventions in Australia and we've covered so many there. It was nice to see different artists.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like I, I loved that part of the conventions in Australia. I liked people's handmade stuff. Yeah. But it kind of got a bit stale after sure. every convention was the same booths. Yeah. So yeah. I knew what to expect and it.
1: Yeah, like they might have one or two new things, but it yeah. wasn't it wouldn't you didn't get the the kind of magic of discovering a whole new exactly. booth at a con, yeah. Yeah,
0: where this was just an entire new convention, yeah. so that was pretty cool.
1: One thing I really really liked was the Ruppets. They're like oh,
0: the most adorable little hand puppets.
1: They kind of look like uh what's that guy? They remind
0: me of Franklin yeah. from Arrested
1: Development. <laughs> In, except they're like comic and video game characters yeah. and stuff. That's like a Deadpool. There's a Wampa. Uh, a Spark. Like Cthulhu. There was a Cthulhu yeah. one. Uh, and they're like, they kind of like Kermit the Frog, where you put one hand in the puppet and control the mouth, and then you have like a, you get a hand stick uh, with them to control the hands, or, or a hand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you'd have to practice to use them, but they're so cool. They're like, I don't know, they're really well done. She spends a lot of time. Uh, designing them to look like the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll put a photo up. We've got a photo of the booth, uh, and we'll we'll put that up, and we'll link to them. It's at Ruppets.com. That's R-U-P-P-I-T-S. She's really sweet, too. Yeah, Rebecca from Ruppets. She's cool. And, uh, yeah, they're all handmade, and I think she takes commissions as well. Like, if you want something specific made into a puppet, she'll do it, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't don't know what she charges, but you can, I think they have an Etsy, uh, so you can get in touch with her. But, yeah, they're cool they're fun I saw the booth and I was like, oh my god
0: <laughs> there was another really cool one similar to that one um it was called zugu and she made uh like fake taxidermy so plush taxidermy yeah. of mythological creatures
1: yeah they're really cool
0: yeah that's the same she does commissions so you could get whatever color unicorn or t-rex or whatever head or a squid yeah or a squid
1: a head squid yeah
0: they, they were kind of adorable.
1: There's a platypus too. Mm-hmm. The Australian theme. Yeah, they have different si- Yeah, three different sizes. I think there's yeah. like a small one, a medium one, and a freaking huge one. Like there's a huge dragon. Yeah,
0: yeah there was a lot of cool art yeah. at this place and a lot of different styles, different things that I had never seen before.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. So we spoke to a, a guy called Joseph Schmolke. He's a writer and artist, and he's writ- he wrote a, a series called The Calamitous Black Devils, uh, which is about, it's during World War II, uh, and this elite team of army operatives who have to fight the Nazis, uh, and they get sucked through an interdimensional portal into another world and have to fight zombies and, and other stuff to try and get back. And, uh, yeah, I kind of just bought it when he told me. Yeah, that. <laughs> That's yep. what it was about. Um, so that's a cool series. And he's also got another series. Uh, yeah. He's just come out, right? In a, in a graphic novel? In a
0: graphic novel, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, Infernal the Infernal Pact.
0: Infernal? Yeah. yeah,
1: and he's working on a new one. Um, and I believe he's going to come on and talk to us about it uh, a bit later on in a couple of months.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can get him get him on. He's um, going to be doing a Kickstarter soon Yeah. for the new one. So,
1: so we're going to have him on and he can tell us a bit more about what it's about. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's a sequel uh, to to the Columbus black devils i think or the infernal pact or possibly both maybe the, i think they we'll more. have him tell us yeah you know what he, he's probably the best qualified <laughs> to talk about that and i'm making a fool of myself so uh <laughs> but you can
0: visit his website and and check yeah. that out yeah
1: just we'll link to all of this stuff in the show notes obviously. Yeah. yeah
0: but his, the art style is really cool yeah cool what caught my eye to his booth was all of the horror art yes as you probably know we're both big horror movie fans yeah he, and he had some friday the 13th art up that
1: Yep. And he immediately
0: hit, caught my eye. He had
1: a Howard Philip Lovecraft yep. portrait uh, there as well. Uh, and, you know, we're here in Rhode Island uh, being fans of that.
0: That's so. If that doesn't make any sense, that is where Lovecraft is from. Oh,
1: yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, there was some cool cosplay stuff uh, there. A lot of cool cosplay stuff.
0: Yeah. We posted a picture actually on our Instagram of Give Wave Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, they make really awesome stuff yeah, this like one super was
1: super impressive
0: was very pokemon centric i think because yeah. obviously pokemon go has taken the world by storm mm-hmm. um i really liked the pokedex phone case yeah it it makes me wish that i had a phone that people made phone cases for
1: yeah i mean <laughs> it would be annoying uh i think pretty quickly but it, well, looks it was a cool. flip it, it like yeah. it flips
0: open but it looks awesome and oh yeah it
1: looked it looked great i think it
0: was 3d printed too oh okay that's
1: that's cool hmm um, I really liked the Ray costume yeah. that they had there. That was pretty impressive. Uh, we'll, we'll
0: post a picture of that too, because that was really awesome.
1: Yeah. But I, I and that was impressive, but I think the most impressive was the, uh, the, the Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. yeah.
0: He,
1: they built, uh, from, I believe it's the Japanese.
0: He found an action figure.
1: Yeah. It's a Japanese Boba Fett action figure, which is very stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just built it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did an amazing job. He's got an Etsy page. Mm. Um, I had a look at it before. It's it's got a lot of cool cosplay stuff. Um, you can get Ray's mask. Yeah, right. Or her staff. Um, a lot of Pokemon stuff. You can get a little ink, egg incubator. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, no, the the it's really good high quality stuff. If you're into cosplay and, and but you're not like looking to build uh, everything yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. You- yeah, his stuff's really good.
0: And they were super adorable and excited to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. They're yeah, really lovely. But
0: we'll post all of these pictures on the Instagram. Um
1: Uh Well that's unusual.
0: Is that Thunder are we like in a bomb shelter right now?
1: Well, I mean, this is still going. <laughs> we
0: just had a blackout.
1: Yeah, all the power's uh, <laughs> gone out here. And uh I mean we're still recording because this is on my laptop, but uh Whatever. This is highly irregular.
0: I wish this was during Necro. <laughs> well, that's cool. Anyway, I guess we can finish this up, but yeah,
1: we'll keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, the <laughs> I don't remember where we were. But- <laughs> <laughs> we covered uh, GX, uh, the GX Australia, A- GX Australia, the uh, the queer gaming expo in us in Sydney uh, while we were still there. Uh, and we met at at this convention. We met the guys uh, who were putting on FlameCon, which is, I guess, the New York uh, queer equi- queer equivalent. That's a weird phrase. Queer equivalent. Queer equivalent of of Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh. So.
0: Yeah. It actually. It makes me wish that I knew that it was happening earlier, so that we could go. Yeah. Because uh, it seems awesome, man. They have a huge list of like stars and yeah
1: it's gonna and be a, comic
0: authors and everything coming but like you know we only just found out about it it's happening this yeah, weekend it's in, it's there's no york. way
1: <laughs> it's in new york uh so we're not gonna be able to make it down there but if you if you're in the area if we have listeners in that area uh and you're interested like these guys seem really awesome yeah and uh it's the same people uh involved as did gx and, mm-hmm. and do gamer x here mm-hmm. and uh and their conventions are always really good and friendly and
0: uh, very just, welcoming just, to everyone. Yeah.
1: They're just a they're really great time. If, if you're nervous about cons, these are probably some of the best oh, ones one the, to go yeah, to. Yeah, definitely just, good for a first time. Everyone's con. just awesome.
0: So how did you feel about... So this was at the Seaport um, World Trade Center. How did you feel about the venue?
1: I I liked it. I It got warm in there. It got very warm in there. But it it's,
0: did. It's, it did. But, I mean, it was very, very hot and very humid outside that day. Mm-hmm. Um thunderstormed yeah. later, so yeah. I mean, I can understand because it's a lot of people in one space. It's a lot for one yeah. one building to keep up with. Yeah, totally. But it did. It it got very warm in there.
1: Uh, other than that, I thought uh, it was pretty pretty good actually. Like yep, for the-, the there were a lot of people and it got a bit crowded at one point. Uh, this was on the Friday too, so mm. it might it might have been even busier on the Saturday. But I felt it was pretty good. It didn't get as crowded, I think, as Supernova does.
0: No. There are some parts of Supernova and actually of Oz Comic-Con yeah, yeah. where you just can't you can't walk.
1: Yeah, it's too tight. The, the but, booths are too close together. This, yeah, this but was but spaced this gave, out well. Yeah,
0: it gave a lot of space. Mm. There were some times when it was very busy, but yeah, yeah. you were still able to get by. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, overall, this is uh, a really fun convention. I would definitely go again.
0: Yeah, I do wish... Because uh, some of the stars, right? They they had some panels, but to get to Frank Miller's panel or to William Shatner's panel, I think you you had to get VIP tickets.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, I think that was true of both of them. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but the problem with it was that everybody, all of the stars, didn't come on one day.
1: Mm, yeah, so that's, yeah.
0: You kind of, if you wanted to see everybody, you had to get a three day pass. Yeah or just miss out.
1: I think in a weird way, like in Australia we had the problem where it's hard to get people out there at all, but once you get them out there, they're there for 3 they're days. There, yeah, it's exactly. They're like anywhere else. <laughs> so they're locked They're going to be in. there
0: taking pictures, signing autographs, doing yeah. panels all day. Because- Whereas
1: uh, yeah, this it seemed like, you know, like uh William Shatner was there just for the Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the people were there just on the Friday. Some were there Saturday and Sunday. Some were just there Sunday. Yep. And
0: I would have loved to see Shatner again. He was (sighs) one of my favorite panelists ever.
1: So in conclusion, we had a really awesome time. Uh, Big thanks again to Liz uh, at Tracking Mark for uh, for helping get us in uh, without (laughs) much notice.
0: Thanks, Liz.
1: (laughs) You're the best. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, go to trackingmock.com uh, and have a look. She's got some really awesome stuff.
0: Yeah, go buy all her stuff,
1: <laughs> uh, and then
0: and check out some of the other artists that we talked about. Um, you can find us on Instagram at multiple nerdgasm, and we posted a lot of pictures of the the booths.
1: Yeah, we've got photos of the ruppets, uh, the zugu's, the <laughs> uh, the cosplay, the mm-hmm. all the things. Yep. So uh, yep. give wave. Yeah. So, and head over to multiple nerdgasm.com. Uh, and from there, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, everywhere. Follow us. Uh, check out some of our other podcasts. We've got uh, Necronomicon. If you like horror movies, uh, if you like general nerdy stuff, you can check out the Multiple Nerdgasm podcast that we do.
0: And every once in a while, we'll put up a specials um, episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it more often now that we're kind of spread around the world. So yeah, Luke we have- can cover some the Australian conventions and we will hopefully be able to cover all of america
1: yeah we'll see <laughs> it's a big country but we'll do our best
0: <laughs> gotta make some contacts <laughs> exactly
1: all right well thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show
0: yep we're sorry if it wasn't you know as uh, in depth as they usually are but we didn't have a huge amount of time this time
1: yeah next 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 con we'll be doing interviews yep. uh and possibly even some some video odds and ends yeah, if we can muster the Equipment. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.